Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. You know, it's so funny. I always get, like, anytime this conversation has come up, especially, you know, it's come up in the past on our other show, not so much here. When you say something like college isn't necessarily, like, necessary anymore, people freak out. They, like, they stop listening and they get, like, I'm getting all sorts of messages on hmm. Facebook and on Twitter, like, how could you not promote education? Of course I promote education. I specifically said, uh, promote education, getting education. I just don't think it's all that necessary. You have to sometimes. say, depending some, on what you want to do. Right. Because in this job, like here, I went to school for four years at... The joke. <laughs> University of South Florida got my uh, mass communications degree, and I'm grateful, and I love it, and go Bulls, but... I did you didn't not need it. Need it at all. No, nope. neither did I. <laughs> at all. Neither did I. And you know something, my fault. Now I have no, I have no skills when it comes to building or um, cars or any of that stuff. I none of that. My father kept trying to get me to join the unions. Like, go in the electrical union. Go in the plumbers union. Go into you know sanitation. Go do all this. Like just go take all the tests. I'm like, Dad, I don't want to do that. Mm. You know. So I never would have been good at that. You know. I was always interested in communication. So, yeah, I went to school and I pissed money away for a college degree in this. A chimp can do what we do. But if you didn't go to college, you wouldn't have four years to practice, get internships, and get good at whatever it is you're supposed to get at and grow up and mature and be able to be have value in the job in the job market. Right, but I could have got it. I needed three years to practice before I even got a decent internship and then before I got part-time here. I didn't need any you know what I mean? to get an internship. I got no... an internship. All I did was apply for it, and I got it. Well, yeah. I got an internship, but to I get a part-time a... job, you need to be good. How do you get there? I passed a drug test. I, well, you don't I use didn't... your degree to get that part-time. You, you, you come in in any angle you can, right. and you start working. Yeah. You don't need a degree to get a... And we all started part-time, so, I mean, it, when I when I started, I was did, I did, did promotions, just like JP. Was so there a radio I, station at USF, though? Yes, there was, and it I was a big, fat joke. Out of what? I got. I was at the Hofstra radio. I got thrown out of it because His college radio station. Because um, because I chose. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, well, I yeah. <laughs> is it is it is a lawsuit pending? I mean, what can't Okay, so there was a the general manager of the radio station. Um, at the time, I was doing. Uh, let's see, I was doing. I was taking fifteen credits. I was the head intern of the intern program here at on Long Island at WBAB. And so I was in charge of, I think, 27 other interns at the time. Like, we had a huge intern program back then. And I was in charge of all this scheduling. So I was doing about 25 hours a week to 30 hours a week doing that. And I was delivering pizzas. I was doing all of that at the same time. And I was trying to get on the air at the Hofstra radio station. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the GM decides he's going to make everybody who wants who's not already on the air have to take this FCC course. And I had said to him, I said, listen, the only day I could possibly do this is whatever it was back then. I think it was like Tuesdays or Thursdays, whatever. And everybody else was able to do it those days. It was no problem. 
And uh, he turned around and said, no, it's going to be, like, Wednesdays at 6. And I was like, well, I can't do it. He's like, well, then you can't be on the air. And I said, why don't you go F yourself? <laughs> and uh, you're supposed to be helping us along, not hurting us. Everybody else, yeah, and I told him to go F off yeah. or F himself or whatever it was. And uh, I ended up just putting all of my efforts into the BAB thing, and that paid off. But, JP, now, all kidding aside, wasn't that a really unbelievably good introduction to how radio actually works though yeah i mean if you think about it right but it also it, the way it worked out for me said you know what you don't have to just go along and listen to what somebody tells you to do you do what you got to do to get by and i made the decision i could have walked away from the internship and did this guy's dopey course but i was like okay something tells me i'm already in a professional radio station why don't I put my efforts there right. and tell this guy to suck it? So I did that. <laughs> See, and that's where the hunger we were discussing earlier comes in. I mean, you yeah. decided to put all your focus and energy into that, which clearly obviously worked out, but right. it's, but it didn't have to. You could have just been sitting there dealing with interns the rest of your life. It just depended mm -hmm. on what you wanted to do. Right. What if it didn't click and move forward? It could have stalled. Yeah. But, like, I used to go into meetings. I'll never forget they were doing um, a music meeting. And I, w I just, like, they were closing the door, and I put my foot in there. I'm like, hey, what goes on in here? Like, not knowing any better. They're like, well, this is where we listen to the, like new music. We decide what's going to get on the radio station. I was like, I want to sit. I want to. I want to be in part of this. And they all kind of looked at themselves. They're like, uh, <laughs> all right. And they just let me in. And then they asked me questions, and I gave them my perspective. And they were like, come in every. You know, we're going to do this meeting. We want you to, in this meeting all the time. And I was always in it. So and, I, you just that's, don't have. You that's a lot of it open. too, though. It, well, a lot of it is, and I found the same thing for me is. People in the industry and, uh, and specifically in the building that you're working in willing to give you that door You know what I mean willing to say okay, or they could have said get out of here kid. We don't care You know they what I mean willingly give me the door. I kicked it open. It's a combo though They they, they could have you could have kicked it open They could have sorry kid they could have but I think when you see somebody who's young and hungry mm -hmm. and exactly. Doing it for the right reasons. I think you're, I think it's gonna be the rare person that is not going to want to help that person along. Yeah. I think that would take one scumbag boss who is insecure about themselves mm -hmm. to not want to give that kid a shot. Yeah. And I was just hungry enough to go after it. That's all. Kind of. That's pretty much how, I mean, that's kind of how it happened for me, too. I was, they stuck me in overnight shocker, and it was for a, it was for a comedy. They played comedy bits all night, overnight. It was ridiculous. And wow. um, I, on an AM station that nobody was listening to, and, um... I just decided, and I knew nothing. I learned, no by the way, I don't know about Hofstra, but USF mass comm courses are fa focused all on television. And so there was no radio at all. Mm -hmm. we, we, did a, we had a full uh, television studio and all of that, but there was nothing radio-wise. So I didn't know any of the machines or any, I had never seen a board, none of that. And overnight, I just taught myself the, the Vox Pro, the, uh, the 360. I, ta I taught myself all the different things, and any questions I had, I'd wait till the morning and ask the engineers, and they were nice to me. Um, and that's how, you know, I even learned any of the equipment for that matter. You, you got to make... So you went to school late. I did. Hmm. I you did. went to I school went. later on in life. I did. Thank you for not mentioning my age. But yes, I did. I went, <laughs> I went later um, and, and graduated later than everybody else. But um, it was because I kind of I would kind of like some kids these days who thought I needed that to even do what I wanted to do. I had no right. idea. Right. I'm glad I did. I'm, I'm a learner. If it were up to me, I'd go to school forever. I just like taking tests and writing papers, but but they, for for this job specifically, I did not need it at all. Dale on line five. Go ahead, Dale. What's up? 
Uh, not too much. Uh, love the show. Uh, just Thank two you. quick things. For what I do, you kind of had to have a college, college degree because they won't even look at you unless you have it. Right. And that's a software de- developer. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing, the last thing na- nationally that I know of that a petition did anything for was net neutrality because the cable companies were trying to limit what websites oh, yeah. had. That was right. the biggest national thing that happened last year, or this year, actually. And what came out of that was it worked. I, I forgot. Yeah, I remember seeing all of that and wondering if they were going to limit our bandwidth and all that stuff, but it worked. Net neutrality. Yeah. The Facebook and places like that that have money would pay for did, would pay for faster bandwidth and all the other smaller websites would get stuff with, like, limited, limited bandwidth. There you go. Just wanted to let you guys know about that. Thanks, Dale. Yeah. I mean, obviously, cool, there are certain fields where all you can do is you have to go to college to learn Absolutely. about it. But there are plenty of out there. It doesn't mean you can't be successful without it. That's my own. That's only my my only point. Right. I mean, you can have achieved success without going to school. Right. There's different paths to success, but I think all of them have in common working hard. Right. Bottom line, no matter what path you take, you gotta. You said it earlier. Be driven. You gotta have a work ethic, and not for this week, next month, and this year. You gotta have it for a decade you or know, two or three. That's why. Because you have to. It's just how the only way to get by without someone else eating up your job or you getting laid off because you're not valuable. Right? That's why I always like this. People that are out there, I don't care what color their skin is, you, you know, the welfare system. The welfare system isn't built to help these people along. It's not. The welfare system is built to keep them down. Just keep hey, keep giving them a handout, keep giving them a handout, keep giving them a oh, handout. Oh, to make them dependent on it, you're saying, as yeah, opposed to just doesn't like come with a any, little helper? It doesn't come with job training. <laughs> it doesn't come with... Well, that's well, where they, the drive that, comes though. from, though, JP. Not all people. That's wh- what? That's where the drive part comes in. Same concept. You, you can. I know, but it's what I'm saying is the welfare system isn't built to get these people back working. The welfare system is built to keep them on the teat. I don't. How come I always was... hear about job training? Then I always hear that phrase from President Obama, from politicians. They always talk about and job training and job training and more job training. But it should training. be mandatory. Like, if you want to accept this check, oh, I see you have saying. to okay. be enrolled and present in these job training courses. Mm-hmm. They don't go hand in hand. I they may know. be out there. Oh, they don't go hand in hand. No. I don't know if it's right. welfare, yeah. per se, but when I got laid off um, at my other job before I came here and I filed for unemployment, they may, it is mandatory that I went to these different seminars of how to, to do an interview, um, how to you know get my resume together. How to, they made me go to all of these Good. and a, a whole little area I don't remember what it was called. It had a name where you have an access to all the computers in case you don't have one. Where you you have to go there on a, however many times a week to apply for jobs and you have to apply for a minimum amount of jobs. And I mean it was a big you know don't just plan on unemployment for the rest of your life situation. Right, unemployment is one thing. Welfare is another. Is that not the same thing? No. I felt like I was. I just it's don't have to things. take it. I, it's 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 whatever you want to call it. It's still a handout. It's still money that mm-hmm. I didn't work for. Yeah, that concepts. Okay, I see what you're saying. So then that concepts the same. That's but you're like, getting it for different reasons. Right. You're getting it. It's it's to keep you from going. Honestly, unemployment is to keep you from going on welfare. No. Yeah. That you can just keep me from yeah, going no, on the street I corner. Mean, no. It doesn't, <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I mean, you could. <laughs> Wasn't that much money. You know, there's that drive thing we were talking about, Monica. <laughs> Keeps you from going under or down. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess you could say that. Roger JP, 1025 The Bone, Real Raw Radio, 800-771-1025-727-579-1025. After 1.30, we'll get to a top 10 list. We'll be right back. Oh, uh, we are just talking about people being successful and 
if you know if if you need college or not and and really yeah i think the common thread is no matter how you go it, it takes hard work bottom line whether you go to college or you're an electrician and don't need college whatever it is you know i think the game i think the the american dream thing and this is going to sound a little heavy coming for me but bear with me for a second i think the paradigm has shifted because I, remember it used to be where you work, you know, you get out of school or whatever, you go to high school, you know, whatever you, whatever school you finish at, whatever level you finish mm -hmm. at, you get out, you work hard, you, 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 you buy a home, you start a family, you do all that other stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And now it's like, eh, should I buy the house? Should I rent it? It doesn't really make sense <laughs> to buy a house anymore either. Because well, if you think about it, if you, if you really think about it, you can... Let's just say you're buying a $300,000 $300, house. Whew. Let's just say you're buying a $300,000 house, okay? Mm -hmm. I get it. Um, you got to come up with $60,000 mm -hmm. before you can even get in the house, right? right. So that's $60,000. But if you, if you were going to rent this entire time and you had that sixty grand, mm -hmm. and you invested that safely... That money's going to continue to grow, and you're paying rent, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not paying property taxes on a house. Right. All that other stuff. Um, you're not really necessarily paying for the upkeep on it. I mean, you might have to, you know, pay some of it. But in the meantime, that sixty grand that you invested is just growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. Uh -huh. Right? Right. With the house, I know with me, I am never, ever, 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 ever <laughs> going to make what this house has cost me over the years. There is not a chance in hell. Mm -hmm. Impossible. Impossible. So you won't make back the money you put into it, you're saying? I won't make back the money, not even close, between property taxes alone mm -hmm. over the course of... But you are living in it, so there's a price for that. Right, I understand that, but if I'm renting, I'm not paying mm -hmm. that price. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My money, my down payment on my house would still be growing. Well, and here's the other thing, though. If you put it in, like, real-life terms for numbers on a house, like Florida... Texas, I mean, and a lot of places except the Northeast, you can get a house for $80,000. And I don't mean a dump. You can get an okay house for $80,000, a regular person house. I don't know about now that. Now you're putting down sixteen, or you're putting down eight. It, then the numbers work, and then you're like, I don't want to rent. I want to own something. And it goes up in value, you know? Right. We're stuck in this eight, ten-year thing here in a lot of parts of the country where it's not going up. But if it would go up a little bit, everybody would be much happier but with e the plan of house. But honestly, <laughs> even if it goes up, mm -hmm. I'm not making back the interest money. You know what I'm saying? Like, the amount of money you're paying in interest well, alone on a mortgage. Yeah, but it's pretty low, right? I mean, it's been in the threes forever. That's I, not even that I much. I get it. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, the at the time I bought my home, when I went after that whole right. dream of home ownership, right. I, bought, I bought my house in 2004, almost the top of the bubble. Yeah. Almost I got a sister who's bubble. rented all her life. Colleen, she's yeah. rented. She's a teacher. She's been a teacher for like 20, 25 years. I think she right. just turned 40. And, uh... She has rented her whole life, and she was talking to me about it. She's like, I don't know if I should buy anything. I'm like, I don't know. You're at 40. You're doing great. And so she has done nothing. But you have the inconvenience of, you know, moving, having to move if you don't like it anymore, if it's something changes you there. You can call that an inconvenience, that kind of stuff. or you can call it a freedom. 
a fresh start. A fresh start. Yeah. You know what? I'm tired you of could living look at it in this that place. Way too, yeah. You could just go get another place. You could. You give them first month, last month. Yeah, and, and that's your down payment is first and last month instead of, say, 20% or whatever the number is of the house. Yeah, first and last month is a hell of a lot less uh-huh. than 20%. That's true. And you're not paying the property taxes. Yeah. And you don't On have to worry that. about any kind of, uh, mm-hmm. any if there, anything breaks down, you just call the landlord and if it's you fixed. Have, yeah, you're right. If you rent and you have a family and you rent a home, right, but you're not paying... You're not paying what you would pay, like mm-hmm. your um the property taxes. Right. Your kids are going to school for nothing. Yeah, that's the truth. Your kids are going to school but for the nothing. The co-op or the homeowners association, whoever is paying taxes for that. But you're right. Yeah, you're not paying it out of your pocket like somebody owns a house. <laughs> right, with an exact number. So to if you. I rented a house in my neighborhood, right, and let's just say it was three thousand dollars a month, right? Oof. That's about a mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's about a mortgage payment. I'm just not having to come up with the down payment, but I'm also not coming up with the ten thousand a year in property taxes. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming up with the Insurance maintenance on and- the house or the coat the lawn or do what any of that stuff to heat it. The, the, yeah. it, it it's changed, dude. Yeah. It's definitely you definitely want to run the numbers this. wherever you are let's before you do it. Let's just say this. It, you know that home ownership thing? Mm-hmm. It's not really automatic anymore. I'm not saying no, it's not, not like something it anybody should do. Yep. I'm just saying if you really t- stay, take a step back and do the math, there's a really good chance maybe mm. renting is a pretty freaking good idea. <laughs> David's on line one. You, you bought a house, David? What do you got? Yeah, I bought a house. Or I actually bought a condo and I bought a house, but um, I sold my condo. But you know, JT's right. If, if you have, I've got mortgage insurance. Okay, I've got. Uh, if I have to call a plumber, it's a it's to come out to fix something. If you have your roof has to be done, that's twenty grand every fifteen yeah. years. It's that's expensive, right. and they have to have mortgage insurance. So if you look at an apartment or a condo, I live in Florida. You can rent a condo for twelve hundred dollars a month, a two bedroom. 14, 1,500 square feet, double car garage, and if something happens, you want the person who has to fix it is a person that owns it. You don't fix anything, and there's no uh, there's no deal on uh, uh, you know, any issues of toilets, plumbing, uh, carpentry. Uh, it's, 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 he's right. I mean, and you take the money that you put down on a house and you invest it in a 401k or a Roth IRA, you're going to come out ahead. Because everything you do to a house is it's a money pit. And I can tell you, what twenty five hundred square foot house, which I had which would have saved my condo. Because mm. it's really a lot of work. Are you single or you're married? I'm single with no kids, but you know, I mean if well, you that's have a what I'm family, saying. You see, now David, I'll tell you, you're insane for buying the house, single, no kids. You're not worried well, about a backyard for the kids to play in or any of that nonsense. No, but, but JT, JT, I know I, I live about three and a half acres on a lake, and I got a steal on that house, and it doubled in value the last yeah. ten years. So I can't okay. go ahead, but I, I no, but I, I rolled the dice, and I got it for a good deal. Okay, that's when the part of the housing market went into pieces, but I'm almost almost pay off of it. But 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 it is a lot of upkeep. But if I had the kids and a wife. And I wanted to buy a house. I would know. I'd rent, rent someplace. It's cheaper. If you got a mouth, mouse to feed and you've got a wife and she doesn't work, how are you going to fill, you know, mortgage insurance? Something happens there. Oh, we got a pipe leak. It's expensive. Whereas you're you're te- you're in a tenant. Somebody can come in there that owns a place and they fix it. You don't have to bother to put out a dime. It's, I mean, that's what I would do if I would do it all over again with the family. Right on. Thanks, David. Yeah, you know, it really comes out of which it, lifestyle you want to lead. Yeah, it just kind of, the game has just changed a little bit. That's all. Mm-hmm. It's just not automatic. It used to be get married, you buy a house, and that house you would be in for 30 years, and that house would triple in value, and then you're good. Like, my, listen. That's your retirement. My parents bought their house for $28,000, mm-hmm. right? 
had my mother not remortgaged it 47 times, <laughs> oh, no. um, they probably would have been chilling by the time mm. it was all said and done. But yeah. when they sold that house, I'd say 20 years ago, they got almost 300000 for the house. Mm -hmm. But they owed, because it was mortgaged to the hilt, right. they, didn't, they didn't make the, 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 the big money difference that they would have made. And my father was in that business, so anything he did on the house, he did it himself. So it didn't cost wow, him a fortune. Such a sweat equity. So when That's you were great. buying houses at twenty eight, thirty thousand dollars, yeah. But when you're buying them at four hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars, or some ridiculous number, they're not doubling. And even if they do double, it doesn't equal the property taxes and the interest paid, even if it doubles. But it helps. It helps. <laughs> it helps, I yeah. I was sure I'd take a double for the last 10 years, but it's never happened. Ever. Happened. Yeah. Never happened. No, you and I are both taking a bath on these houses. Right. Because <laughs> right. we bought them, what, a year apart? Probably, yeah. I bought oh, just five. below the peak. I think you mm -hmm. bought at, at the peak. peak. Couldn't have been more peaky. Yeah. Yep. And then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden. And the house, my house isn't back to what we bought it for. It's not back to it? No. No. It's on its way back to it. It's yeah. much closer than it used to be. But it's just that's just the way the market went, and it's been ten years of paying interest and stuff on the house. So I had, I had mine appraised. I can get I think sixty thousand more than what I paid for it, but I'm a hell of a lot more than that into it mm -hmm. for stuff right. that needed to get done over the years. Right. So, yep. So I mean, there's no question. Stupid. It's a it's somewhat of a gamble either way. You could rent and then have n really own nothing or have no appreciate. Because when you, real estate appreciates, I mean, how many people have you heard say that's the way to get rich is to own real estate, whether it's a house or commercial. But like, right. if you get multiple houses and renters, you can really become very wealthy doing yeah, that. Yeah, if you're gonna, but you got to hit it right. If you don't hit it right, right, ooh, that's a, that's a tough one. Hey Ben, on line four, what's up, Ben? I can't. This is such a grown-up conversation. Hey, I like the show. I used to live up there on Long Island uh, years back before I yeah. moved down here, but uh. uh I had a house down here, and with a house, if you uh, if 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 you put uh, your money in a bank instead of putting it down, and you're making five percent, you're making five percent on your down payment. If you own the house and it appreciates five percent, the whole whatever you paid for it appreciates five percent. So you make yeah, money but there, a, but and then also. When you sell it and walk away from it, up to two hundred and fifty thousand that you made on it is tax free, as long as it's your primary residence. Oh yeah, and that's, that's what good. I did. I bought a house years back for like a hundred and thirty-seven thousand, and I sold it uh, like fifteen years later for three hundred and seventy-five thousand. Good for you. And just about everything, two hundred and fifty thousand of that was tax free. I didn't have to pay a nickel on it, so I made more than two hundred and fifty grand just by living in that house for uh, fifteen years. And I didn't put a nickel in it. All I did was paint it. I didn't put How a roof on it. Or really? How long ago was this? Well, this was the last house. Right now, I live in Citrus Park, so I've been here like ten years. So okay. this was say 20 years ago when i and and it was really the area it all depends yeah. on what area you buy it because you so know, mid 90s you and then you sold it where it never appreciates when things were booming i get it yeah that's a way hey you hit it right good for you I, I had friends in the 80s who bought a house and then uh it appreciated so much they were able to take value out of their house buy another house right that they were lived in rent the first one the house they bought, it doubled in three years. I'm not even exaggerating one bit. 
three years, the house they moved into doubled in value. Yeah, that I mean, that's insane stuff in the middle of the 80s to late 80s right now. Yeah, in my case, 30 months later, my house was <laughs> worth 100000 less than what I bought it for. Yeah, I mean, it was a whole different world. I just rent them out. Yeah, good for you, show off. Good job, Ben. Yeah. Keep <laughs> at it. Good for you. Take care, Ben. Keep doing it right. Yeah. As I see, there's a lot of ways to get there. Scott, Scott on line one. What's up, Scott? Hey, guys. I got a question. That last caller was intriguing about putting your money in the bank, but I really like to know where he banks, where he gets 5% interest on his money. No kidding. <laughs> Back yeah. in the 70s and 80s, you're getting 7 8 9%. Now you're lucky if you're getting a quarter, you know, or to a half percent. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a great logic, but, you know, the reality I don't think is the same. Even yeah, you were talking really... about 25 years ago, so. Right. He's all right. Oh, 25 years ago. Well, you know, come on. We're talking today. That that that, that information right. was, was useless. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, that, that's what I'm harsh, saying. Scott. Merry I think, Christmas. I think now, in 2016, the game has changed. I, I, I think the game yeah. has changed. I don't well, know yeah, if that, you know. It's, it's very true. But the, the best way to, you know, if you own a home, in my view, because it's what I've started doing, is all you got to do is double the principal on every payment. And you, you, you knock probably 55% of the term off your mortgage. All you got to do is. So just a rule right, of thumb. Yeah. You just have to have the money to do that. The money. Yeah, well, and I mean, usually, the, how much is the principal on an average home? It's, it's pretty small compared to the overall payment. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, right. Yes, yeah, so you just double the principal amount of the payment. And mm -hmm. uh, after a short period of time, I, I think I knocked seven years off of. Uh, a 30-year mortgage by doing that. And I didn't start do doubling up until halfway into the term. Yep. So. Yeah, I heard if you do one extra payment a year, I think you can knock it down as well. Knock down like seven years, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, there's all yeah. different ways to do it. Hey, thanks, Scott. Good. Thanks, Scott. Right. Yeah, that's the way. As long as you don't buy too much house to begin with, and you have some extra money left over in order to do that. And therein lies the problem. <laughs> I got the top ten list. All right. I do have the top ten list. Um, I thought it was very interesting, actually. I have the top ten web searches excluding death. For, uh, for people, top 10 people searches hmm. on the old interwebs, um, excluding death. So, like Prince, David Bowie, Jaja, the other day, that, no that won't be there. Um, I do have a bounty chosen. Um, it is on this computer. You can see it with some stars next okay. to it. Uh, if you get that correct, uh, you're a winner. We'll hook you up with some tickets. Top 10 people searches of 2016. Has to be uh, Trump and Clinton. Trump is numero uno. And Clinton is number two. Oh, she lost that poll too? Yep. <laughs> Just kidding. She sure did. <laughs> um, 800-771-1025-727-579-1025. You got to keep in mind what went on in 2016. Mm -hmm. And you guys should do very well with this. Besides the election, something big happened. And... Mm. Top 10 people searches on Google for the last year. Correct. Let's see if you can get the top 10 and get the bounty and all that stuff, too. I don't know if it's Google, but it's, like, through the, all the search engines. Got it. 727-579-1025. 800-771-1025. Your call's next as you try to get what's on the top 10 and get the bounty prize, too. Or Roger and JP on the bone. Be right back. O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. 
Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.